Good morning. Welcome to Rainbow Bible Search Sunday Morning Podcast. I hope I find you all doing well on this Easter morning. Today we'll be in the book of John, chapter 20, verse 1. But before we get there, let's all take our time, bow our heads, and open in a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, Lord. We thank you for everything you have done and continue to do in our lives, Lord. Lord, be with the sick. Lord, be with the sick out there, Lord. Be with our missionaries, our men and women women in the military, in all service of life, Lord. The police, the hospitals, the doctors, wherever they be, Lord, we ask that you be with them and protect them. And Lord, we just... Thank you for this opportunity you have given us to come, to worship you, and to learn about you. Wherever we're at, at home, at church, wherever we listen to your word at, Lord. And Lord, again, help us come to an understanding of your word. And I pray for each and every one out there, Lord. And I thank you for everything that you have provided us and continue to provide us. And be with our president as he makes decisions, Lord. Protect him and his family. And Lord, we just give you thanks in your Holy Son's name. Amen. Good morning again. Please turn to John chapter 20, verse 1. The first day of the week, cometh Mary Magdalene early, when it was yet dark unto the scepter, and sees the stone taken away from the scepter. Then she runneth and came to Simon Peter, and to the other disciples, whom Jesus loved, and said unto them, They have taken away the Lord out of the scepter, and we know not where they had laid him. Peter therefore went forth and the other disciple and came to the scepter. So they ran both together and the other disciples did outrun Peter and came first to the scepter. And he scooped down and looked in and saw the linen clothes lying yet went he not in. Then came Simon Peter and followed him and went in to the scepter and seeing the linen clothes lie and the napkin that was about his head not lying with the linen clothes but wrapped together in a place by itself. Then went he then went in also the other disciples which came first to the scepter and he saw and believed. For as yet they knew not the scripture that he must rise again from the dead. Then the disciples went away unto their own homes. I hope you all take time to read that. Not just listen to me or listen to somewhere else recordings of it. But what a miracle. To us, we know what happened. Jesus rose from the dead and he left. Death had no hold over him. 
when you think of Mary Magdalene, by the way, there's all two other Marys there. This is the first time she comes and says she runs up and sees that stone is taken away. She goes to the Peter and says, hey, they took in Jesus. We don't know where he laid him. She's all nervous. And then Peter and them guys come and they look in and they find the scepter in him. Empty. And yet, they don't know why. Even though Jesus told his disciples that he must die for our sins and raise again from the dead, at this time it just couldn't go at home. They just came from a tragic point. Not a day before, or a day before, they saw Jesus crucified, taken away, hung on a cross. And then when Christ, when Jesus died, strange things happened. And now they come to a grave and it's empty. And we find in verse 20, 10. Then the disciples went away again onto their own homes. It's interesting. Here's the disciples. And they go to their house. Now, what did they do at their house? Were they praying? You know, they went to their house and they actually were scared. They were worried about what the Roman soldiers were going to do to them. They went home and they were in fear and they will stay that way until the Lord comes to them. Because they feared the people that the priest riled up. You know, Pontius Pilate, he didn't want to crucify Jesus. But it was the people there, the priest, the Pharisees. Their bitter hatred for God they riled the people up. Yes, Jesus had to die on that cross because God is what God had there. But we can see the hatred that the priests have because they thought they were losing all this power that they had. But the nicest thing we see here as Christians, my friends, is death cannot conquer our Lord. You know, when I look at crosses today, there's two kinds of crosses. You see some with Jesus on them, and you see an empty cross. I always like the empty cross. Because my Jesus is no longer on that cross. He's, he's, he went to the cross. He died on the cross. He's no longer in the grave. Because he conquered all that. So, what do we find again a little later on? We're going to find Mary Magdalene goes back to the grave. The disciples run, go back home, and sit in fear. And in verse 20, I mean not verse 20, chapter 20, verse 11, let's read again. But Mary stood without at the scepter weeping. And as she wept, she stopped, scooped down and looked into the sculpture. 
and seeing two angels in white sitting, the one at the head and the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. And they said unto her, Woman, why is weepest thou? She said unto them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I know not where they have lain him. Oh, she went back. She wasn't afraid of the Jews. She went back to weep. Because at this time, too, she did not realize that God had to raise. She thought someone stole the body of Jesus. They took it away. What a shock she will have here in a few minutes. And verse 14 in chapter 20. And when she had thus said, she took herself back and saw Jesus standing and knew not that it was Jesus. Jesus said unto her, Woman, why is, weepest thou? Whom seekest thou? She supposed him to be the gardener and said unto him, Sir, if thou have borne him, Hence, tell me where thou hast lain him, and I will take him away. Jesus said unto her, Mary. And she turned herself and said unto him, Rabbi, which is to say, Master. And Jesus said unto her, Touch me not, for I have not yet ascended to my father, but go to my brethren, and say unto them, I ascend unto my Father, and your Father, to my God, and to your God. And Mary Maggie came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord, and that he had spoken these things to her. Here Mary went back to the tomb. And in the tomb she saw two angels. And then she gets to see Jesus. It's interesting what you'll, the greatness that we find in verse 17. What Jesus says at the end of this. I ascend unto my Father and your Father. To my God and to your God. What words, great words that we have as Christians. That our Father in Heaven, which is our God, is there waiting. And Jesus has gone up there to prepare a place for him. And he tells Mary and Magdalene, go to my disciples. Tell, the, tell them about me. Jesus knew where his disciples were. They were off in fear of what the Jews might do. What the priest and other people would rile him up to do. You know, they were with Jesus. They traveled with Jesus. They saw the miracles of Jesus. They saw him heal the sick. Heal the dead. Raise the dead. Lazarus from the dead. And they saw so many miracles. And walk on water. And then they got to see him go to the cross and die on that cross. 
and they could not understand it in their own hearts. You know, how many of us could really understand it in our hearts? You say, well, they should listen to his earlier sermons. You get caught up in a moment. Have you gotten and done things? Here they were caught up. They went to the garden and gave us to Jesus. Jesus prayed. Then the soldiers come. Even one of them removed one of the ears. Jesus put the ear back on the, on the servant. It wasn't a soldier. But um, he put the ear back on. They took Jesus away. They saw that. They, got, they saw what they did to him. And they saw the cross, and in their hearts, you know, it's like all hope left out. What good is it? They knew all the good that Jesus did for these people, and yet, he reached out, Jesus healed them. Yet the Pharisees, the priests, the leaders of these people had such hatred for him. And they saw what it's led, and they were down when they saw Jesus get hung. On the cross by his hands. Nailed up there. They lost hope. And then they go and see the empty grave. And they said, I can see what is going through their mind. Someone just stole his body. And threw it away. Not realizing. That God has risen from the dead. And Mary comes back. After they, they go home, she comes back to weep, to cry to the last place where she knows her Lord lay. And she sees two angels in there. And it's interesting, you know, a lot of us picture angels with wings. These angels did not have wings. That's not saying all angels don't. But they didn't have wings. They looked just like she didn't recognize them as angels at the time. You know, God says in our life, sometimes we'll talk to angels and we do not. Do you realize God has his angels watching over us? Why he's watching over us? He doesn't even need those angels to watch over us because he knows everything, but he still has angels watch over us. And we find, she talks to him. She asks, what happened? And they tell her. And then Jesus talks to her. She didn't recognize Jesus at first. But then when he started talking to her. And then he get, told her to go see his disciples. Basically this was comfort to This would give comfort to his disciples. Let's go to verse 19. Then the same day at that evening. Being the first day of the week. When the doors were shut. Where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in the midst and said unto them, Peace be unto you. Could you imagine they were sitting there assembled in fear and trembling? And here comes the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, stood in the midst of them. Basically he appeared in them in the midst of them. And said, Peace be unto you. And when he had said so, he showed unto them his hands, his side, where the then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. Then said Jesus unto them, Peace be unto you, as 
my Father hath sent me, even so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. What a miracle. He comes and stands in the middle and says, See my hands? Here's my side. It is I, Jesus. Peace be on with you. My Father has sent me, even so I send you. You know, as God has sent his son Jesus to die on that cross, yes, the Pharisees, the priest, riled the people to hang Jesus on that cross, nail him there, and let him hang there till he died. But it was all in the plan of God. And Jesus knew this plan. And that's why we find earlier on, if you read in what I suggested the other day, 18 and 19 in the Garden of Gethsemane, God sent Jesus to die for us. That we might have eternal life. And here he'll show his disciples, not only is he God, he can heal death, he can conquer death. Today we, there isn't, if you see a tomb and someone puts Jesus lying in it, it's wrong. It's not, because it's an empty tomb. It's just like an empty cross. But we look, what does Jesus say to him? The Father has sent me, even so send I you. He's telling his disciples, as God has given me a mission to save you, I give you a mission to take my word. This is basically what he says. Take my word, the hope, the peace, and give it to the world. And then when he said this, he breathed on them and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Now, once we become Christians, we receive the Comforter. God gives us the Comforter to teach us. And yes, later on we find that one of the disciples weren't there was Thomas. And, you know, Jesus even comes to him. And shows him. Doubt and Thomas, we call him. You know, sometimes we are like that too. We won't believe it until we see it. That's basically what Thomas said. My friend, we can't, we don't, we did not see Christ die on that cross. But we know he did. We can see the miracles in the life that God has done. We find the truth. His disciples saw him go there. Many people saw Jesus on that cross. And more than 500 people will see Jesus raised into heaven. We have people out there say, well, if I didn't see it, I ain't going to believe it. I feel sorry for them. But if you open your heart, God will show you the truth. This Easter, 
Spend time with God. Spend time with Jesus and your family. Because it is a time of family. We get together, have fun. I know some people go Easter egg hunting. Some Christians don't believe in Easter egg hunting. That's okay. I don't care if you Easter egg hunt or don't Easter egg hunt. But take the time in the family. Show them. And talk with your friends. This Easter is be one of the different, one of the more just different ones I've ever been. I'll be preaching, basically to my recorder here. But afterwards, I'll go spend some time with the family. Take this Sunday and spend it with the ones that you can see. And then, when the ones you can't see, get online. Send them a text on your phone. Talk to them, because we can't go over and see them. But does that mean we can't reach out to them? No, God has given us the capability of reaching them. And if for some reason you can't reach for them, pray for them. But pray to God and thank you for his son, who went to the cross and died there for you and me. And the most spectacularly, he rose again. He conquered death. Death could not hold him. Just like once we believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, death has no hold on you. The law has no hold on you. Because God, the Lord Jesus, has paid that price. So one day, we will be in heaven with our God. Take this Easter and enjoy what God has given you. But most of all, give him thanks. Begin thank him for what he done for us. And pray for our president. Pray for our leaders. Pray for the men and women who serve from the firefighters all the way up to the military men to the police officers and be with the nurses and the caretakers. Pray for them all, and especially our missionaries and the unsaved. Everyone bow their heads, close their eyes. Dear Heavenly Father, we just come before you. We thank you for everything you have done and continue to do in our lives. Guide us, Lord. And Lord, we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.